Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Allison. And today, I'm bringing you an episode that is a little shorter than normal because I wasn't going to release one this week. My kids are on Easter break and have been, and we've been doing lots of stuff and super busy and a lot of stuff behind the scenes going on with the podcast, as you guys know. But I wanted to anyway because I started deep diving into the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which I mentioned last week, and was like, you know what? I'm going to do an episode on that. So I'm bringing you an episode today. Anyway, so it might be a little shorter. Like I said, I apologize for that, but I hope you enjoy it. Let's get started first, though, with our In the News segment. Big news story of the past seven days. So huge news. And also, um, let me just say, I am thrilled for the Kennedys, but I literally released an episode last week on the Schlossberg siblings, and like two days after, it's announced that Tatiana is a mom. So I was like, of course, it's two days later. I literally just missed it. So just pretend that that was already in the episode. I don't know. Anyway, great news. Tatiana is a mother, and Caroline is a grandmother, and that's so exciting. So uh, they were sighted out in New York carrying around a little baby. Her and her husband were, and so I am so thrilled for them. There is a, a New York Post article about it if you want to go read. Again, big congratulations to the entire Kennedy Schlossberg family. Next up, our inspiring clip of the week. One of the inspiring notes. So this is the clip I heard this week, and I just really liked it. It is of Maria Shriver, who I just love in general. She's such a positive light and does so much amazing work. But she, in this clip, is speaking with Oprah about finding her own identity in the Kennedy family. So take a listen. People always say to me, well, you know, of course, you're, it's easy for you to give a speech. It's easy for you to write a book. It's easy for you to get over this and that. No, it's not. It, it's not easy. Uh, it's like I'm a human being, too. And so people always are, like, surprised that anything seems to be difficult for me for some reason. And perhaps I projected that. And um, so I think, you know, I, I felt lost growing up a lot of the time because I was always a Kennedy without a first name and without really my own identity. And people would come up to me and say, which Kennedy are you, which Kennedy are you? And I'd be like, well, I'm Maria. They're like, no, 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 but which, are you Bobby's daughter? Are you Ted? I was like, no, I'm Eunice's daughter. And they're like, well, where's Bobby's kids? Or where's Teddy's kids? Or where's Caroline? And so I think for me growing up, I was always like, wow. You know, it wasn't like a thing to be Eunice's daughter. And I was really determined to become Maria. And, um, that was a motivation for me throughout my life. But I always felt that people didn't really get to know me. They were more interested in the things that came before me. And for my recommendation segment. Of course, then we would recommend it. This week, I'm recommending one of my favorite artists, Dane Chu. I first found one of his pieces on Etsy when I was looking for some Jackie Kennedy art for my home. and. He made the most incredible painting 
of her and it's on uh the backdrop is like i'm not very good with artistic terms so please forgive me but it, the backdrop is on uh basically like old encyclopedia pages and she's painted on top of it and it's one of my favorite pieces i've in my entire house if not probably is my favorite piece i literally want to buy every single one of his kennedy pieces that he does uh there are so many beautiful ones but i haven't gotten the chance to do that yet so i wanted to recommend him to you guys so you can go support him he's an incredible artist not just of kennedy art but also just different icons in general and his art is really poppy and amazing and fun and unique so i'm going to link his website in the description of this episode he's incredible and i hope to one day just have my house filled with his art in general all right let's get to the episode as i said this week i'm talking about the presidential medal of freedom which I did reference last week just a little bit because my inspiring clip of the week was Ethel Kennedy receiving a medal from President Obama. And then in seeing that, I said that JFK had a part in bringing back the Presidential Medal of Freedom. So let's learn about it, shall we? My sources today are Britannica, Wikipedia for dates and stuff. I checked them. They're good. Don't worry. I feel like I always have to preface that (laughs) Wikipedia is a terrible source, but sometimes it's really useful. The JFK Library is a source and U.S. News. So let's get started talking about the origin of the Presidential Medal of Freedom. So it started on July 6, 1945. It was actually President Harry S. Truman who signed an executive order, which was numbered 9586. And it established the Medal of Freedom for the very first time. And it was to recognize notable service by civilians during World War II. So he started the whole thing. It was his idea. And then President Kennedy comes around on February 22nd, 1963, which is a pretty big jump from 45. So obviously it had been years and years between the two. President Kennedy decided to bring back and reestablish the Presidential Medal of Freedom with Executive Order 11085. And when he brought it back, he wanted to expand the scope to include cultural achievements. Now, Britannica says that the Presidential Medal of Freedom is the foremost U.S. civilian decoration, and it is awarded to individuals who have made, quote, an especially meritorious contribution to the security or national interests of the United States, world peace, cultural or other significant public or private endeavors. And the recipients are selected by the President of the United States with the assistance of the Distinguished Civilian Service Awards Board, which is an advisory group that was created in 1957. It also says here that although the majority of honorees are U.S. citizens, they don't have to be. Individuals from other countries are also eligible. So President Johnson was actually the one to hand out the Presidential Medal of Freedom to the people who President Kennedy had chosen on December 6, 1963, and the ceremony was done at the White House. So I'm going to insert a clip here from that ceremony. President Johnson performs one of John F. Kennedy's most cherished tasks as he bestows the nation's highest civilian honor, the new Presidential Medal of Freedom, to 33 recipients. The citation to singer Marian Anderson says she has ennobled her race and country while her voice enthralled the world. Genevieve Caulfield is called a one-woman Peace Corps for her four decades of work among the blind of Southeast Asia. AF of LCIO President George Meany is cited for serving the cause of his nation and of freedom in serving the cause of labor. Attorney General Robert Kennedy accepts a posthumous medal given to the late president. Pope John XXIII also was honored, as was Senator Lehman, who died on the eve of this ceremony that gives national recognition to those who further the arts of peace. 
So let's talk a little bit about what the metal actually looks like. Most of us have probably seen it. The one I always think of because it, the video just went viral because she was crying and it really it was really emotional to her was Ellen DeGeneres receiving it from President Obama. I remember that just being all over the news. So that's literally the mental picture I have of the metal in my head. But if you don't have that mental picture as vividly as I do, it is suspended on a blue ribbon and it incorporates the color scheme found on the presidential seal. Its most visible design element is a white star upon which is centered a collection of 13 smaller gold stars arranged on a field of blue. A red pentagon is set behind the white star and gold eagles bridge the distance between the points of the star. And the recipient's name is also engraved on the reverse side of the medal. There's another layer to the Presidential Medal of Freedom that can be given with distinction. And it was in 2017 that President Obama said that receiving the award with distinction indicates an additional level of veneration. U.S. News says that according to the most recent data in the span of six decades, only 582 people have received the Presidential Medal of Freedom, but... An even more exclusive group of only 26 people have received the Presidential Medal of Freedom with distinction. And President Biden is included in that group of 26 people. He was given it by President Obama. The medal can also be awarded more than once, and Colin Powell is someone who has received two awards, and one of them was with distinction. The other person to receive both awards is Ellsworth Bunker, and he received both of his with distinction. And just like with JFK, it can also be awarded posthumously. And Wikipedia has some examples of people who have received it that way. JFK, Pope John Twenty-Third, Lyndon Johnson, John Wayne, Cesar Chavez, Harvey Milk, Andrew Goodman, Grace Hopper, Elvis Presley, and Babe Ruth, and there's more. Also, something I was thinking while I was reading about it is, was there any revocation process or anything like that? Apparently, there is not. This has not been a thing that has had to happen yet. There was an issue raised with Bill Cosby, and apparently there was talks of maybe revoking his, but it didn't happen. So overall, the Presidential Medal of Freedom is just an incredibly exclusive and amazing award to receive. It means that you have truly contributed to, like it says, the security or national interests of the United States, world peace, cultural, or other significant public or private endeavors. So I love the award. I think it's awesome. And I think it's really cool that JFK reestablished it and in a whole new way. And it's really become a huge honor to receive from the president of the United States. So to end this episode, I'm going to insert a clip of President George H.W. Bush speaking about the award. He is a recipient. So take a listen. This, this award is the highest that a president can bestow on somebody, and uh, I, I've, I'm truly honored, truly honored by it. I don't think there's any one single thing that inspired me. I've always believed in public service, feel that it's a noble calling. A lot of people look down on public service, but I've, my dad was in the United States Senate, and I looked up to him as my kind of a model, and then life went on, and I, I got involved myself in public life. And so there wasn't any single inspiration other than the concept that public service is a noble calling. It's worth doing and worth trying to, to succeed in. Try your best, try your and give the other guy credit. That's an important thing in life. Don't be talking about yourself all the time. Give the other person credit. No matter what you're doing, whether you're President of the United States or just in working in a job, give the other person credit. Be a part of something. Be a part of the community. Give to others. I mean, that's the way to do it. And, and it, it comes naturally. And so I think, I think for people just to sit and whine and complain about things in life, that's not good enough. You've got to be in, be in the game. Get off the bench. 
get in the game. All right, guys, that's all I've got. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something new. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Kennedy Dynasty. Keep up with me on Facebook as well. Check out my recommendations link and check out my merch shop. Stay tuned for really, I, I keep teasing it. I'm so sorry I keep teasing it, but it's really, really close that I get to announce a really big thing. So stay tuned for that, please. Make sure you're subscribed if you're not already. Also, just take a little second for me, please, and rate the podcast five stars. Write a positive written review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends and family about this podcast. And let's just keep teaching people about the amazing Kennedy Legacy, shall we? I hope you have a great week, and I will talk to you soon. Come on and vote for Kennedy. Vote for Kennedy. Keep America strong. Kennedy, he just keeps rolling up. Kennedy, he just keeps rolling up. Kennedy, he just keeps rolling along. Vote for Kennedy. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States is locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains. We'll discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show.